Hello everyone and welcome back to our fifth episode of ECM Community Heroes as part of our series Power of Community. With Community Heroes we meet some of the people that shape and push forward the community of ECM, a community of open sharing, learning, meeting and growing together. This series is made in association with Group Now, which is also where I'm from. My name is Sina Jungerstel, and today I have the immense pleasure of speaking to Magnus Hespo, Marketing Manager, Business Intelligence with Visit Stockholm and Chair of the ECM Research and Insights Knowledge Group. So Magnus, Magnus welcome. Thank you. How are you, Sina? I'm very good. How are you? I'm good. A little bit up and down, the yes. pandemic, I've been told. Still the, still the corona dense, it feels yes. like. Three steps forward, three back. Yes, I know what you mean. So could you start by just bringing everyone a little bit up to speed on, on the research and insight, in, insights knowledge group? What's it all about? Of course, this is uh, the research and insights group. You actually did it right. We just changed names. So we are the former research and statistics group. And we, as a group, we are about somewhat more than 20 members, geographically spread out all over Europe, lacking some members from East and Southeast Europe. Uh, but we are very passionate about, well, coordinating our research activities within the ECM network, uh, also collaborating with a wide range of ECM partners, of course. And it's all about sharing best practice, mm, finding new insights, uh, plan and release new reports that bring benefit to all the ECM members, really. So uh, the first member actually joined this group in 1999, so the other millennium. So that's quite hardcore. And the very last one, 2019. So we have members spread out uh, over the continent and all, also over time. And very highly skilled, motivated, DMO employees that are, well, have a little greater interest than in numbers, insights, and driving change, really. So, good fun. And when you say you you have a couple of geographies, it sounds like you're you you don't have represented among members. Is that does that mean that it's possible for people to get are there open member positions at the moment? Well, funny you mentioned that. <laughs> uh, I believe in the more uh, the merrier. Uh, but of course, we have to concentrate our efforts and it's, it's very hard to be too many in a group as well. Uh, but right now, uh, we are trying to bring a new idea to the table. So because of the pandemic, what could we do differently? Uh, and with that said, we are now investigating new projects and new responsibilities. So in the long run, I think we might need some more persons really to join the group. I think we can do more in this time where data and insights is all about the new gold, you know. So uh, I must have an open mind about that. I believe in people who want and can contribute, can take, uh, well, uh, can make a change for Europe, really. And on a personal level, perhaps, what motivated you to engage in this work and now also taking on the chairpersonship? Uh, well, to start with, I really love Europe. It sounds, you know, really cheesy, uh, but I, I, I travel a lot. I learn many languages. I've seen a lot of Europe, 
uh, according to an app, I've been 74% of the European territory. So the one fourth more to discover. Uh, but it's all about seeing how Europeans evolve together, really. And just like the Eurovision Song Contest that in post-war times brought, you know, this sore continent together, I believe that ECM now in this pandemic can actually uh, help Europeans uh, just exchange information, opinions, and you give each other new perspectives. So the ECM is needed now more than ever. Uh, so in the long run, I believe this in, in learning, taking part of new perspectives, being open. And yeah, so in the long run, I think in the end myself, I have a lot of energy, too much energy, some people tell me, <laughs> but I, I really want to channel some of that energy in that very direction to actually contribute myself um, in just contributing with um, opportunities of keeping Europe open and progressive. So I really feel passionate about that. And also this group is also chaired by another talented uh, Dutch girl called Daniela Busblumink. So we are two persons uh, trying to coordinate the research within the ECM network. And I'm very happy for that. Brilliant. So you said you're working on some new plans and new ideas. What, what are you most excited about, I could say, in, in, for the knowledge group work in 2021 or even beyond 21? Well, I think the entire ECM network started already before the pandemic. So this new strategy document called The New Tomorrow, I, I found that very interesting and that's even more relevant today. And to answer to your question briefly, I just you know, would like to summarize and say that is the key answer really to the curiosity of tomorrow has never been bigger. So we researchers, we tend to look at historic data and understand, well, what happened. Uh, but now in this very group and in, in the entire network, I think we are more curious about what will happen later on. Uh, so the last year's values all plummeted. So, you know, now, I think what I'm most proud of and most intrigued about is the, the group members' will of finding new ways of bringing new ideas to the table. Mm -hmm. And one very concrete example of that is that some group members took the initiative to, together with another knowledge group for the meeting, uh, the meeting industry, uh, to just find out how can we, with a joint study, really find out the future of meetings because the former meeting statistics report obviously has less value this year when so few meetings were carried out mm -hmm. so in an essence i like this curiosity and the, about tomorrow really and have you found it during the pandemic crisis which we've all been through and we're still in feels like we're in the middle of it still have you found it difficult to sort of, um, both for yourself, but also for the other members to keep the European perspective in mind when you have local tourism at the same time in such a deep crisis? Well, I think we always, we always have to have time to look forward and outward. Uh, as you said, it's very easy that you in crisis uh, get stuck in problem solving locally. Uh, but I think the key is always to understand the size of the problem, but also the nature of the problem by benchmarking. So Stockholm can never be Athens, but Athens can never be Stockholm. But we might share common 
opportunities or challenges and we might have to approach it differently but i believe in just open dialogue and sharing uh, insights and we it's all about benchmarking really uh, so i think there should always be time for that and if that day when that day comes when we do not have time to have a look uh, for tomorrow then uh, we kind of lost mm -hmm. so it's even more important than ever and i also think just can i give you one concrete piece of advice please pick up your phone because most of us we work from home we have lunch all solos we have a cup of tea or coffee in the afternoon all by ourselves so take those 15 minutes and call a random european friend so what's happening in tallinn uh, what is up in copenhagen and what can i learn from dubrovnik how are you mm. so i think this is also a key that the european uh, cities marketing network is not just one giant muscle that flexes twice a year with the spring and the, now the autumn conference Mm. It's all what we do in between, and that's the greatest power of it all, to keep that dialogue uh, both constant and continuous. I think that is the key. And many knowledge group members and ECM members in general uh, do a lot of work uh, between those big, big conferences. And to just keep it more simple, take, pick up your phone and call, really. I think that's a really nice point, because also everyone has been sitting alone a lot and so yeah. just getting that feeling that you actually have a big european group of colleagues that are in a similar position and thinking and discussing some of the same themes i think that's a very good point and and maybe finishing off a little bit on that as well like so the discussions you've had in the knowledge group what i know it's difficult to predict the future but what sort of tourism in your discussions do you think will come out on the other side of this pandemic well, I, I think there are some common topics that is common, commonly known within the network. So uh, also before the pandemic, but now even perhaps getting stronger due to the fact that business traveling might pick up the pace a little bit slower. So this leisure uh, traveling uh, will be here to stay. I think combining at this, this destination will business trip with exploring the destination. Uh, we talk a lot about sustainability enough in the Nordic, it's, it's key really. Uh, I still feel a little bit frustrated, if being personal, about just focusing on tourism downside of sustainability, the environmental part. So we keep defending why traveling can be a little bit better in, in a very environmental ways. But who will be the voice? carrying out the benefits of tourism, the social sustainability, the jobs we provide and the peace and academic interchange and you know the cultural openness. So I think that will take a turn as well in the future. And talking about sustainability, I also think that sustainable transport will be even bigger and bigger than we can understand. The electrification of the society in general is is growing steadily so that's interesting still i think if i might be a little bit conservative i think the three also strong drivers that we tend to underestimate because we're so you know up in the clouds right now and what's happening but still one thing is the social need of the human being and i think cities will thrive just in when people are more vaccinated and this pandemic tend to, you know, slow down. 
we, we miss the cities, we miss going to events, we miss going dining, going to bars, flirting, kissing, being together. So to go to those populated places will be an effect later on, I think. Mm. Secondly, I think, although climate is changing as well, I think weather has a key role as well. So Spain, for instance, has always been the key market for outgoing Swedes, number one country for several years. The Swedes have explored much more of the country recently due to closed borders, of course. Uh, but we kind of, when we want to relax, we want sun and we want more heat. Uh, so that is, you know, also something to stay, you know. Mm. Uh, and even South Europeans that want to see Santa dog sledding or go skiing had to come up north. Mm. Uh, so that is also something that will be essential. And the key markets that tended to rise a little bit before the pandemic in Africa, Asia, I mean, uh, long time, in a long time perspective, poverty have actually decreased. So they will also uh, evolve and arise uh, later on, I think. It seems like there are lots of topics that you can exchange on in the knowledge group in terms of not just predicting what's new, but also what will perhaps return or continue on its track as it was before the pandemic. So Magnus, we, these are very, we don't have a lot of time and we're almost running out already, but I do have a question that I like to finish off with. And I think you have already said it, but uh, it's worth repeating. Um, so what in your perspective, uh, what, how do you see the power of community in the context of European cities marketing? Mm, well, I think once again, it's all about that frequent update and dialogue in between all the meetings. Um, I believe there's a great will of just uh, sharing uh, generously among the members and that true trust uh, enables us to grow powerfully together. Uh, so the power is really to, I think it's very admirable that people in these times when your destination needed you the most and the crisis really was outside your door or inside your home, you know, uh, we still have the time to just, well, uh, help uh, Europe a little bit. So that I think is really powerful. And uh, the time we spend together and the will of helping each other, that's the true power. And quick updates, pick up the phone again and make that call. <laughs> Let's finish on that. Thank you very much, Magnus, for taking the time to talk to us about the Knowledge Group on Research and Insights. And I can't wait to see you again somewhere in Europe soon, hopefully. Me too. <laughs> Miss you. Miss you too. Bye. Bye.